0: For true good sleep. So, press play on good sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for good sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1911, Ready, Set, Stress, by Joel of 5amjoel.com. And I'm Dr. Neil. Hello and welcome back to our weekly bonus episode, This is where I share an episode from another podcast in our network, an article that might also improve your life in some way. Today's comes from Optimal Finance Daily. So with that, here's Diana reading to you and her commentary as we optimize your life.
1: Ready, set, stress by Joel of 5amjoel.com. How well do you handle stress? When you're laying in bed awake at night, are you dreaming about the fun things in life? Or are you stressing about the potential problems you come across each day? I used to think stress came and went as a result of the environment I was in. But what I've learned over the years is that I cause my own stress. Anywhere, anytime, even in very peaceful conditions, I can always find a way to stress myself out. Wednesday. This past Wednesday was a very relaxing day for me. I'm currently on vacation. My wife and I rented a boat and cruised around Bass Lake all day. We drank a few beers, played in the water, and got back to our tent around 4 p.m. for a nice afternoon nap. Best day ever. Until I woke up to this text message. Tamara, when you have had a beer or two today, would you give me a call about Prairie? Me, ah, everything Okay. Tamara, well, do you have reception to talk or do you want me to text at all? Me, I'll call. Give me five minutes. Is anyone hurt? Tamara, not yet, lol. Tamara is one of my property managers. Prairie is one of my rental properties. Something is wrong. She knows I'm on vacation and wouldn't bother me unless something serious is going on. Ready, set, stress. What would you do in this situation? I want to work at Starbucks. Have you ever wished you just had a low stress, low responsibility job? People at Starbucks always seem happy. Same with Trader Joe's employees. Why can't I just get a job there and have a stress-free life? Here's why. You create your own storms, then always get upset when it rains. Although Starbucks seems like a stress-free job, I can picture myself stressing about little things. Here's a few examples. Coffee bean delivery guy is 20 minutes late. He said he'd be here at 11 a.m. It's well past that. Perhaps something is wrong. What if he doesn't come today? We run out of coffee. Customers get angry. Corporate fires me, and my resume shows that I couldn't even hold down a basic job. Stress. Stacy isn't frothing the milk properly. It's starting to annoy Jeff, who complains to me nonstop about it. Customers are noticing their lattes are too milky and are giving me rude looks. We've ruined everyone's day. Stress builds. I'm guessing my job at Starbucks could actually turn out to be equally as stressful as my last corporate position when I was negotiating million-dollar contracts. So if stress is everywhere, what do we do about it? Well, if you believe, like me, that you create your own stress, then you must also believe that you can create your own peace too. Here's a few things I do to manage my stress. Number one, WWJD, what would John do? My old boss, John, was one of the best stress handlers I've met. No matter what crappy situation was brought to him, he would handle it with grace and ease. A customer's product is broken and they want to sue us for a million dollars in damages? No problem. Let's respond with XYZ. Done. In my life, when sh** hits the fan all at once, I picture how John would handle it. Number two, my calm down songs. Music calms me down and gets me out of my own head. If there's no music around, here are the songs I sing in my head. Three Little Birds by Bob Marley. Permanent Holiday by Mike Love. Don't Worry, Be Happy by Bobby McFerrin. Number three, things could always be worse. Whenever I have a massive problem to solve, I picture the problem swap game. In this game, you're sitting at a table with all your friends and family. Everyone writes down their biggest personal problem they're facing and puts it into a hat in the middle. You have a choice. You can pick from the hat and get stuck with the problem you pull out, or you can keep the personal problem you have currently. I always choose my own problem. It's easier to solve than everyone else's. Number four, daily appreciation. This one's my favorite. I am totally at peace when I remind myself I'm the luckiest guy in the world. On a daily basis, I practice appreciation for the little things in my life. When I look around, I see good, not bad. I generally stress less. The grass is greener on my side. So how did Wednesday end up? I've owned rental properties for so long, I've trained myself to remove all emotion when facing issues. It helps to think of every problem in real estate as just a money problem. I called Tamara and asked her to explain the issue quickly. She did. She gave three options to solve the problem A, B, or C. I chose C. It will cost me $1,400, but handles the issue immediately. I have reserves and insurance for this exact reason. Within 20 minutes, I was back to relaxing on my vacation. Problem solved, no stress, no worries. Ready, set, relax. You just listened to the post titled Ready, Set, Stress by joel of 5amjoel.com. I really enjoyed this post because gaining perspective about stress not only helps with financial worries, but can improve other areas of our lives as well. It's interesting to me that the mind has this habitual way of turning anything into a negative. But if you watch this closely, you may notice that this has little to do with circumstances and much more to do with the stories we tell ourselves. So for example, when I graduated college in 2009, it was extremely difficult to find a job. Every time I was passed up for a job opportunity, my mind went down a rabbit hole about how much of a loser I was and how much better off I would have been if I got the job and how my situation was hopeless. Then one day, I started telling a different story. When I didn't get a job offer, I'd tell myself that I dodged a bullet. I would tell myself that I was so lucky that I didn't get that job because if I did, I would be so much more miserable than I was without it. Here's the thing. Whether I was telling myself negative stories or positive ones, they're still just stories. There is no way to validate if any of these stories are true and there's no such thing as an alternate reality. Think about all the ways we torture ourselves with this train of thought. If X would have worked out this way, then Y would have happened. In reality, you have no way of knowing if that's true. So if you're going to be telling yourself a made-up story, why not tell a positive one? The other thing that helps me manage stress is realizing that many times it's the result of worrying about things I can't control. I'm in sales, but I can't force anyone to buy what I'm selling. I don't let myself get stressed about a deal falling apart because I can't control a decision someone else makes. But I can control how I handle their objections or how much cold calling I do, or how responsive and persistent I am. Similarly to Joel, I often remind myself that all of my problems are first world problems. This helps keep things in perspective. If you're looking for a good book to help you manage your perspective around stress, I highly recommend the book, The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. Reading this book made me feel invincible That should do it for another edition of Optimal Finance Daily. I'll be back tomorrow with a post from a guest author with the finance twins. So I'll see you there in the Wednesday show where your optimal life awaits.